to write about Trying to figure out what it's all about Existentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't know I don't know Spending time all alone Sending my songs through the phone Dreaming of a better home We while focused on trying to hone This craft Witchcraft I hope the Brujas let this last That was great sounds of Wata. That was great sounds of Wata with Outside on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself, Preston, with my partner in crime, live, New Haven Independent Studio. Long Island raised, Elm City made, EZ Blues is in the building. EZ Blues, you're better with introductions more than me. Who do we have with us today on Behind the Brand? Ladies and gentlemen, we need to really truly understand something because there is beauty everywhere in the world. And when you can fully tap into that beauty, that is one of the most important things. When you can take that beauty and you can transform it, not only into something that we hold deeply into our souls, but also something that can help pod the pocket just a little bit, that is one of the most fantastic things. And I will tell you right now, this person today, is a living breathing art piece because man that shirt is absolutely amazing and I, i'm not kidding i like the shirt what i'm not mad at you okay good thank, thank you for not being mad at me i don't like when you're mad at me it makes me sit in the corner when he's mad at me it's bad oh my goodness too much info right now lord a little time out i got a little time out yeah you ever see blair witch project yeah it's like that okay. do not put me on blast <laughs> Off to a great start. <laughs> this is before the holiday. <laughs> Goodness. Well, you know, like Santa says. Like what does Santa say? No, I can't say it. We're on air. Okay. <laughs> but this is not about this is not about us. So why don't you tell us what it's about? It's about Raheem Nelson. Continue. Sir. <laughs> well, Jesus. I want every, everyone to put their hands together. Not if you're driving. If you're driving, please keep your hands at yeah, 10 and 2. Safe, please. We don't need any accidents. But mentally, I want you to put your hands together for the amazing, the fantastic, the incredible Raheem Nelson. Welcome, Benvenue. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Definitely. Welcome. Now, what's super, super interesting uh, is not only are you an artist, but you're an entrepreneur as well. Yes. Um, and I've, we've seen in this show a million and a half times where there's this incredible dichotomy between the two mm -hmm. you know because you know you have to stick true to your artistic integrity yeah but you also need to get paid exactly how do you how do you wedge that gap because that's yeah. a pretty big gap sometimes yeah yeah definitely and i love that you started with that question too <laughs> excellent <laughs> excellent first Thank round you. question um i think for me this is one of the things i pride myself on doing is uh i guess you could say gaining mastery over that like as soon as like even before like i graduated college and i went to college at the school of visual arts which is an amazing institution and at the same time i felt like i think it's an institutional wide problem where they don't necessarily prepare you to be a living artist mm -hmm. so that was a trial by fire for myself where like i went to the educational center for the arts then i went to little cross high school i went to college and i was just kind of like all right what do I do now? Mm -hmm. And when I was in college, my, um, you know, I was going for cartooning, but then I kind of went into fine arts and then digital art. And I was like, okay, how do I make a living at this? And right. it took me a long time to get to a point where, you know, brand recognition, name recognition, and demanding a certain price point. And then going through, I guess, that learning curve of like, well, I undercharged for this job or this client kind of 
is doing this, but I should have spoken up earlier. So like there's a responsibility on me as an artist to do that research and do that fact checking where it's like, okay, I can charge X amount of money for this service because I have X amount of years in the game. This is what I've done. And this is a kind of reputation that I have now. And, you know, I, I love working with great clients mm -hmm. and even the clients that where I get some pushback on my price or whatever, it's like, no, like, let me educate you on why I'm charging this. Cause there's always a reason behind what I do. Well, and, and that's mm. actually, I love how we've gotten to there organically because a lot of people don't like to talk about this, th this particular topic, but I really love how we've gotten here organically. Yeah. Um, how do you evolve your price point? You know, because mm -hmm. here, here I, I'm not a visual artist at all. I, mm -hmm. you know, I'm loud, but I'm not a visual <laughs> artist at all. You know, so say I wanted to get into something along those lines, my price point would be much lower than, than yours. You have all the different training and stuff like that mm -hmm. because a lot of people don't seem to understand that piece of art that they're looking at. It's mm -hmm. not the piece of art that's there. Right. It's the hours of school. Yes. It's the hours of no sleep. Right. It's the hours of, of, of doing it over again. It's yep. the, you know, all of this investment of your time that mm -hmm. has gone through there. And mm -hmm. hey, let, let's, let me put it to you like this. Yes, I think federally we're looking at seven, still about seven fifty an hour, you know, but really mm -hmm. it's like $15 an hour yeah. for, for a good living wage. Mm -hmm. How do you judge that and how do you evolve that because mm -hmm. it's uh it, it blows my mind okay yeah uh so i'll give you an example and i brought a ton of stuff with me today oh visual aids awesome. yeah visual I love aids, visual aids. Yeah. <laughs> so visual aids and coffee i'm gonna turn this around <laughs> a little bit so you see it of course so it's my wife there okay Raisha, and mm. she's amazing she's a also creative entrepreneur we're in business together she has a few brands uh to support artists as well so what i do in terms of having a price point i look at not just the training mm -hmm. not just the education but i look at different achievements mm -hmm. like okay i've hit this mark okay the price has got to go up now right. because i have more notoriety this is in Times square for a conference last year called nft nyc you know i got heavy into nfts uh last year i was invited to mm -hmm. have my artwork shown in Times Square, which is a magnificent achievement. I'm still digesting yeah, that word. <laughs> so I'll zoom in on the piece here. And it was also a ticket for their branding. So you would randomly get a ticket assigned to you. So I would be on, you know, Twitter or whatever. And then people would tell me, oh, well, I got Raheem Nelson's piece and blah, blah, blah. blah. And it was like this entry ticket for them to get to the show. And it was more exposure for me. So just having that in their branding and then having the artwork in Times Square that registered to me, okay, now the price point just naturally has to increase because I've achieved this level now. Right. And, and that's, that's a huge point is, is I always call it leveling up. And, and yeah. obviously we come from a video game, uh, you know, world now. Huge gamer. Yeah, we're, so you're always sitting there and you're trying to level up. You're trying to, yeah. to, to get your character up to exactly. that point in which you can charge we won't say the most amount of money, but at least a money that in which everything is comfortable. Yeah, exactly. You know, because like the, the story we love to tell in this show in particular is success is not a house and MTV cribs. Success right. is being able to live and live well by just creating your art and putting your art out there. Definitely. Um, and that's, that's something that a lot of people lose sight of because, mm -hmm. you know, we are in a culture that, you know, is more, more, more. Yeah. And I think it goes, how do they like it? How do they like it? I'm not quite sure. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, 
how are you able to manage? Because, I mean, again, your look is on point. Thanks. I have to talk <laughs> about the look, too. Yeah, I got to shout out the, a, a friend of mine. Yes. Uh, he, he knows I was getting interviewed today. Uh, my friend, uh, Matt Vanover, uh, he has um, a clothing company called uh, Bard's Clothing. And he does full bespoke in everything. And oh, wow. for me, where I struggle is like with getting dress shirts that fit off the rack. I can be a real pain. <laughs> so I talked to him and we connected and he was like, oh, I do bespoke and blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, cool. Like I'm definitely going to commission something from you at a certain point because there are things that I am willing to invest money in. Right. Just like as an artist, if I'm working with clients, they're willing to invest money in me. So it's like, in a sense, I'm giving back to the artistry. I have a huge respect for dressing well and the craft that goes behind it. So Matt has this company. He creates bespoke clothes, and we collaborated on this shirt. We went over fabrics together oh, wow. and everything. It was amazing. He came to my house and everything because he travels for it. And the funny thing is, like, I don't even, like, gamble or anything. Like, yeah, I've been to Vegas for a few times. I you were a card no, no. Oh. I get it. <laughs> I got it because I think of, like, being an artist and being a creative entrepreneur like it's a form of gambling. Like, okay, I'm going to take this chance in my career here. I'm going to go here. I'm going to do that. And this shirt kind of reflects that ideology right. to me without necessarily being at the card table or whatever. Well, hold on, hold on. Let, 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 me, let me counter on that. Yeah. So let's not look at it from gambling. Right. Let's look at it for what it truly is. It's right. magic. Right, yes, yes. So there you go. Yes, so now yes, you're, exactly. you're, you're a phenomenal music, uh, magician. You know, I like that. There yeah, you go. I like See that. <laughs> there you go. The story, the story's even better. Brilliant. It's even there you better. Go. It's yeah. even better. And now it's an extra twenty-five cents an hour. That's it's charged <laughs> because we've hit it. We've hit a new. Uh, exactly. We've hit a new That's the first yeah, time you called someone a magician I on this show. That. I love that. Yeah. That's only because we've never actually interviewed a magician on the show. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is a call out to all the magicians out there that we haven't had on the show. If you'd yeah. like to come on the show, feel free to hit. Oh, definitely. It'll be fun because I'm not going to answer. But uh, oh, we're gonna make that right. a live one. <laughs> That's good. Right. I don't want to know where they're pulling the rack out of. I don't. It's a small room, bro. It's a small room. It's a very small room. <laughs> oh man. Um, Raheem, you had some um artwork on yeah. the uh, tablet. Um, yeah, yeah. If the audience can see it for the program because it's live, just like put it like closer to you so we can just uh see like like kind of hold it. Yeah. So we just like see it on the screen. So we can see it across the inner, yeah. Does this work? Gonna come like, up. where should I hold it? You're going to come up a little bit more. Yeah. Close to TFA. There you yeah. go. Like oh, here. beautiful. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. And then you want to do the Vanna? There you go. Like yeah. that? Yeah. There you okay. Go. Oh. Cool. So I have a, I use a skill called graphic recording. Mm -hmm. It's um, pretty much one of the cornerstones of my art business where I am going to conferences, mm -hmm. fireside chats, events. And creating artwork on the spot like yeah. infographics live that's awesome this was a piece i did for uh, the international festival of arts and ideas mm. uh, people were basically answering a prompt like uh what does new haven mean to you in like a sentence or something like that right. and this is what came out of it jazz festival in the summer yep. growth exciting alive connection spontaneous people crossing the street <laughs> without actually looking and almost getting hit by cars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, wait, no, that wasn't in there. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. I, uh, oh, oh and, and, and dirt bikes. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, very, very interesting. Very Thanks. in detail, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely detail oriented. Mm -hmm. 
And then so also do pieces like urban landscapes here. Like this is Crown Street. Oh, oh yeah, it is. That's pretty cool. Now, it's so interesting because you mentioned Crown Street and, and everything like that. And uh, everyone who knows, you know, New Haven as as a, a, a whole yeah. understands that Crown Street is one of the best places for all arts. Yeah. Especially considering there's a high school <laughs> for arts right there. Yeah, you exactly. Went, you went to Wilbur Cross. Did you do, I did. E- did you do ECA as yeah, well? Yeah, I did ECA. Okay. Absolutely I just wanted to make it. sure because yep. I, I was like, ECA. he didn't go to co-op? Nope. <laughs> I did apply, but I ended up working out with uh, yeah. Cross and ECA. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And and that's what's one of the most incredible things about New Haven in particular. Yep. You know, it's one of the reasons why, you know, 10, almost 12 years ago, we moved out here, you know, to make sure that our kids could have those opportunities like right now both of my guys are are in uh co-op mm-hmm. and killing it and one of them yeah. is actually in visual arts it didn't cool. even, didn't even think he was going to be in visual arts yeah and after last last monday speaking with uh ashley velasquez he might be the youngest intern at a tattoo parlor oh that's amazing <laughs> you know Good so stuff. it's uh it's yeah he's bothering me like crazy about that right <laughs> now. he's like when am i gonna do that i was like when's your chinese grade gonna go up <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh yeah no you know me dude come on <laughs> yeah you, you don't just get things because no. that's cool yeah. <laughs> you know you gotta work no. for it you gotta earn it <laughs> but this is it's so interesting because you're going back and forth with between you know the the cityscapes and and those different aspects mm-hmm. and yeah. i love the fact that you know your artwork became those tickets yeah because definitely it's kind of like your artwork became the letter from hogwarts yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like oh you know or those trading cards like hey i got yeah. i got four regimes this is amazing exactly um, i love trading cards you know as as you now did you ever think about doing that as well i know nfts are very big into mm-hmm. that as well and yeah that's that's in a digital world mm-hmm. you know but did you ever think about doing like the hard copies i like, do love hard know? copies and it's something i want to get back to and maybe hard copies of playing cards to do magic tricks on i'm just yeah, saying yeah, why not I'm gotta, gotta rip off the shirt exactly <laughs> So I'm going to show another travel piece that I'm really proud of, too. Okay. Uh, I was, had to take a trip to, like, I just had to. Uh, I went to Cuba a few years ago. Okay. Uh, old Havana. Ooh. And they had, like, these classic cars everywhere. Mm-hmm. So this, nice. was, this was not a painting I did while I was there because there was a concern with, you know, the, the government and everything. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be that guy on a street corner with an iPad. Like, what's he trying to do? <laughs> so yeah. I took a reference photo for it. And then when I got back, you know, I had to paint this classic car. But being able to travel and create art is like one of the most fulfilling things I've ever been able to do. Like, I just absolutely love it. Now, um, how would you say that you were influenced? Because I see I see some certain um, elements from from different, like a little bit of Frida. Yeah. Um, you know, where are your strongest influence points? And again, you talked about how you got into it um, yep. in college yeah. doing cartooning yep. and then got into the digital form and, and different things like that. Mm-hmm. What was that transition like? Because, you know, again, a lot of people don't realize that there are so many different facets to art yeah. and so many different ways and avenues you can do, you can grow in art and mm-hmm. actually get paid in art. Yeah. Um, I would love to know a little bit more of your story because your story is pretty awesome. Yeah. I appreciate it. I'm going to put this down for a minute. Too. Oh, no, it's, for, he's like, it's heavy. <laughs> oh, it's my heavy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think for me, it's cartooning meets fine art meets design. Mm-hmm. Right. That's usually the wheelhouse I play in. And, you know, sometimes I'll go to other things as well. But um, I think the major transition for me was foundation year, my first freshman year um, at SVA. Uh, doing oil paints 
because that just really opened me up to a lot of different things. Like it started with um, Marvel Comics and uh, Archie Comics growing up, and I would emulate that, and I would look at the storytelling and the design and everything. And <clears throat> when I was looking at like your Picassos and your Da Vinci's and your your Frida's and all these other classic fine artists, and then your artists like uh, Warhol and Basquiat. Like all those things just kind of like seeped into what I enjoy. And um, I think I go back to a lot of impressionists mm -hmm. when it comes to my work, especially like the live work or the work if I'm traveling. Like it just kind of comes out in this brushy way and that I kind of refine as I go. And then I always start in like a cartooning way because like I like to sketch right. and then I'll just paint over that and then it becomes like impressionist and stuff. So yeah, just those tend to be like the wheelhouses I play in. Well, I, I love how you, how you mentioned that because like I see that picture in the fifties, uh, yeah. uh, drive in diner right, that yeah, you'd, exactly. you'd want to go to, or, you know, you could see it uh, in river. You mentioned Archie in Riverdale. Yeah. I see that <laughs> like in, in the, in the diner on the wall, yep. you know, different things like that. So it, it's, it's pretty awesome. Or as another, another way you can, you know, you can use that be like, Hey, they just had the pink ladies uh, show on uh, Paramount Plus. Right. Also <laughs> on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Preston, with <laughs> Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building. Easy, please tell me more examples of the artwork. Well, no, it, it's, it was, you know, because you have the, that style in which, you know, has the impressionist aspect, you know, mm -hmm. you have more of the blurred background yep. and the foreground is, is much more real, reality-based or yep. realistic-based. Um, and I only know all of this because I love tattoos. <laughs> See, I love tattoos also. Like, so, I got a full shirt on, but my, uh, yeah. I pretty much got a sleeve. <laughs> yeah, word. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm covered. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, the guy, I'm the guy that people go to be like, uh, do tattoos hurt? Oh, I'm like, man. I'm like, no, not at all. Not at all. I, I enjoy falling off my bicycle for 35 minutes at a time. And, you know, have you ever had, had road rash? Oh, man. <laughs> Imagine road rash for five hours. <laughs> but enough about me. Um, but see, as you're, you're, you continue to grow and evolve, you know, and now you're into the NFTs, which yeah. you said last year you were doing the the nft uh yeah i'm gonna go we'll, to the we'll say the nft that. banquet or whatever yes definitely well uh, how, how can we make it as grandiose as possible uh the nft awards um you know so you go to this convention but now not only did you do such a great job last year that they've called you back this year mm -hmm. and you're gonna have more artwork in right. times square yeah 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 so there's gonna be more pictures of like your wife like this <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it started with this piece here. That's and this cool. is the piece actually how we met. We met at um Art Space when it was open and everything. Uh, she was uh curating and hosting the show, and I was featured with this piece, uh, which is um based on uh Solange, Beyonce's mm -hmm. sister. Yeah. And the whole show was based on her music. So this ended up it was a group show, but this ended up becoming like the centerpiece of uh the show and then we also had it at our wedding and we also had the reception at art space so like <laughs> went full circle right and then being able to have this piece be shown in times square like really just brought everything home for me it's like yep that piece helped me get married so well, i mean not only that but let's let's talk yes it's based off of salon but there's a very similar uh similarities between your wife 
and that photo exactly. itself. So and her like, daughter as well, oh, too. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, it's crazy. I knew it's crazy. you before I exactly. knew you. <laughs> That's the story. That's the story. Oh, you got see, it. I already knew you that. Got it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you got it. All right, and, I, I and appreciate it. the hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> so I went to Paris, right? I, went to, I took this trip to Europe and everything. It, yeah. was, it was London, Paris, Barcelona, and mm-hmm. Paris was the, the middle stop. And this whole piece is inspired by going to the Louvre, mm-hmm. seeing uh-huh. all these beautiful pieces. I was like, oh, okay, cool. how can I take this and like, add some black iconography to it? Right. And then <laughs> I came back and I did that. Well, it, it's so interesting, too, because now um, this, <sighs> this season of Ink Master, mm-hmm. they just had a, a tattoo artist who didn't make it through. Yeah. But he's now incorporating more um, uh, black themes in American traditional. Oh, cool. So it's a whole new style. Nice. Um, and I think that that's the very the similar aspect of, you know, how can we look at this? And, and mm-hmm. if we're being honest, and I'll take all the heat for this, but if we're being honest, that's probably what the person actually looked like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being real. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love being educated. Um, that photo, so many troubles. That photo you just showed us that we just saw recently, he should just call it NFT a love story because there's so much oh, behind yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> There's so, much. About that. There's so much <laughs> behind so that. That will lead me to uh, the next piece. Oh, actually, let's go painting her. Oh, oh, go. oh that's a painting. Yeah, right. Yo, <laughs> <It's a> painting. <laughs> you did that by hand. I did this by hand. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Wow. There's so much we don't know about the human mind, man, that's because, oh, my too. God. Wow. Now I can tell it's a painting, but like farther out. Yeah. And I, I love that. Uh, Oh, goodness. Just how that goes yeah. hand in hand. Like, you can still see the brush strokes, which I like, but mm-hmm. if you zoom out, you know, it, it gets mistaken for a photograph. I don't necessarily see it that way myself. Right. But I can appreciate those that do. <sighs> well, and that's, that's one of the, the biggest things is, is for all the artists that are out there, and no matter what your, your medium is, you have a point of view and perspective of what your art's going to be. Absolutely. Yeah. But the minute you release that into the world, you have to leave enough room for other people to put their own attachments into it, exactly. put their own meaning behind it. Yep. You know, I, I remember when Pearl Jam had first come out and they continuously asked, you know, what um, Jeremy was about. Mm-hmm. And then Eddie Vedder was like, it, well, it's, it's about whatever the audience wants it to be about. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's no longer our song. Yeah. It's your guy's song now. <laughs> um, and mm. I, I, I feel that's the same exact way, yeah. uh, except when it comes to my stuff, because my stuff's about me and the, because I'm slightly narcissistic. <laughs> <laughs> slightly? Slightly. Okay, okay. We, we, we got to break it down. It has to be different forms of narcissism because <laughs> <laughs> you're definitely not playing it off well. <laughs> no, I'm just loud. I'm just so insecure that I wear loud clothes and loud colors. This is all just coming from the deficit and how much I don't like myself. Oh, my goodness. Oh, here we go. Well, speaking of self-esteem, let's talk about these kids, man. He does a lot of great stuff for children. You work, you work for the Milford Arts Council. Uh, just break that down. Just your whole story, just working with them and mm-hmm. just your whole journey, uh, past, present, and a little bit about the future that you have with this council that you're dealing with right now. Sure. So the, the past comes from me working at James Hill House High School awesome. as a special needs uh, paraprofessional. I was in a resource room and everything. Oh, wow. And just really great work I was doing with the school. Mm-hmm. And it just got to a point where I was like, okay, how can I make even more of a difference? Mm. So in the summers, 
summers tend to be difficult as a paraprofessional. Like you get paid during the year. You don't get paid uh, during the summer. You have to find other work. Right. So it's like I was like Ubering, freelancing, doing whatever I needed to do to make sure the mortgage was paid and everything. Mm-hmm. And then just hopping on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere I needed to go. Just kind of declaring. And my wife helped me out with this a lot too. Yeah. Declaring like, hey, I'm looking for a job in the arts. I want a job in the arts that's going to like not only sustain me, but fulfill me too. Mm-hmm. And I just kept putting it out there. And I put it out on LinkedIn and someone... I guess who used to work for the Milford Arts Council said, Hey, Milford Arts Council is hiring. They're looking for a marketing and communications person. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing a lot of uh, social media marketing during uh, COVID. I work with uh, a few climate change brands. Uh, one of the major ones was called uh, 2030 or Bust. Mm-hmm. And I did a lot of work with him on a major campaign that you know went viral a few times. Right. So that helped me like uh, get clout in terms of social media marketing. Mm-hmm. So that helped me get the job that I have now, which I'm basically responsible for their marketing communications, like their, mm. their newsletters, okay. uh, their Instagram, their Facebook. Right. And we have a lot of different programming, like in terms of like having jazz concerts. Uh, we've got a local uh, band series. Uh, we've got two theater companies that work with us and mm. we have our own uh, dedicated visual arts gallery space called the Mac Firehouse Gallery. But wow. I, I absolutely love the job. I'm able to work uh, remote, like if I need to go on site and have meetings, I can do that. Mm. And it affords me a lot of freedom. Like I recently mm. uh, went to uh, New Orleans on another assignment with a, an agency called Drawing Booth that's based in New York. So I was able to go to the Milford Arts Council and say like, hey, like, would it be okay if I took on this other work? Because they do support my entrepreneurship as long as the work gets done, of course, which I make sure I'm able to do both. Absolutely. So even if I'm taking on other assignments where I'm traveling, mm. I'm still pouring into the Milford Arts Council. Like I would take videos of jazz players on the street corners and share that with our Milford community so that they would be able to get a taste of what I was experiencing in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. So everything just kind of like feeds in on itself where I'm able to like have entrepreneurship, sustain myself, and also give into this Milford uh, arts community because there are so many people that don't know Milford has an arts council. Like it's right at the train station. You get off the train and it's right there. Really? Like I'm just shouting it from rooftops go to the Milford Arts Council. Like, we have so many amazing programs. Oh, so there's no excuse. There's really no excuse. Like, you're on the train line, get on the Metro North, get off the Milford Arts Council. <laughs> and just walk it. Th- wow. You just literally get off the train. Well, it looks like we know what we're going to be doing. I mean, yeah, for real. Come not just us, many. Yeah. Yeah. Come <laughs> through. This is not, this is not just for us. Oh, my God. Yeah. But see, that, that's what's, what's so super interesting, mm-hmm. you know, is because, you know, people don't realize what is there for uh, with the community. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of these places are now turning more towards the arts aspect of it. It's always kind of been there, mm-hmm. but especially after the pandemic and stuff yeah. like that, where people started to have to be home yep. and sit with their issues yeah. or also sit with, you know, their artistic hopes and dreams. Yep. You finally had time yeah. to do things. And yep. you're like, hey, this makes me feel better. Yeah. Let me go and do this, if nothing else, just to get my meditation in. Yeah, yeah. And now yeah. some of those people have now done that and brought it into you know making a side hustle mm-hmm. or even further you know my my own cousin you know has an incredible side hustle doing the, the cricket and you know okay. doing doing shirts and stuff and, nice you know she's she's rocking it out there in uh in michigan so you know cool. and you've got to love those, those different type of aspects yeah you know how did you know that the community of milford had this you know there and 
did you actively look for it itself or did you stumble across it i think it found me um mm. that's awesome. i put it out into the universe i'm looking for work i'm looking for something fulfilling right i'm looking to help build a community and when i took on this job i guess my thinking was i want to be that bridge between new haven where i work primarily as a creative entrepreneur Milford, where I work for the Arts Council is my day job. And then West Haven, mm -hmm. where I live with my wife. Okay. And I have mm -hmm. a lot of friends in each place that I want to bring together under one roof. Like I just had a meeting with um, Hope from uh, New Haven Arts Council, who took over you know, the, the executive director. Right. And the Milford Arts Council, my, my boss, uh, Paige, mm -hmm. who's the executive director there. Okay. And what I, I think one of the things I enjoy most about this job is bringing together these different networks right. and just seeing how it plays out organically. Well, and that's, that's one of the key things. That's what we love about the, the show as well, because as we're sitting here, we're having these conversations, I'm thinking about the guests in which we have spoken to that have similar aspects of it and how I can like involve you. Like yeah, folk punk, cool. you and folk punk dad would, would be fantastic. Oh, that'd be to, amazing. See what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It'll be really good. <laughs> you see what I'm cool. saying? Really good. Moving, yeah. shaking, figuring it out. Yeah. Um, and that's that's one of the most beautiful things that are out there, you know, yeah. and that's what we we talk about on the show all the time is networking is so, so, so super important. important. It's important. Yeah. You know? yes, it is. But yeah. networking genuinely. Yeah. You know, don't put on a face, don't put on anything like that. Mm -hmm. Just go out there and be yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, and because sooner or later yourself's gonna come out. Yeah. yeah. And I'd much rather them meet me here yeah <laughs> then meet me you know three years down the road when they're supposed to give me one hundred and fifty thousand dollars right and then they're like you want to know something i don't like you one hundred fifty thousand right. dollars type of way <laughs> you know and that's fine yeah. i yeah. might not be one hundred and fifty thousand dollars type of taste right. and i'm okay with that uh -huh. you know so as you are continuing to grow and as you're continuing to be there and obviously you're dealing with the youth aspect of it which yeah. is which is super huge super yeah. huge how are you also uh, hmm, trying to word this question properly. Mm -hmm. um, how are you also making sure that your inkwell is filled for your creative and your entrepreneurship mm -hmm. while you are dealing with the nine to five? Mm, yeah. That's a good one too. Thank you. And it's just pretty much like sometimes <laughs> it's a, a nine to nine. <laughs> if I'm being honest. Sometimes but, it's a yeah, nine it to is I, I'm is. here tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. like it's 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 marketing and there's so yeah. much that comes with marketing that i'm realizing i take on wholeheartedly where it's like okay i'm responsible for the newsletter that i got to work on today and i got to make sure i post to instagram and facebook and oh wait we have a a concert later so i'm doing photography and video and then editing so this job encompasses um not only a lot but i'm able to like wear all these hats and use, use all these different skill sets because i don't advertise as much as like my art stuff or my fashion stuff but i'm really into photography as well and i'm honing that lens uh my wife and i have a canon rebel that we use and i'm shooting and i'm looking at okay how can i shoot this jazz player from this angle or maybe if i just shoot the instruments that'll be a great shot too and then oh do i want to edit in black and white or color do I want these to look vintage or whatever so like all those things i'm thinking of when i'm getting on site for the job so it's just like I guess it's like four jobs in one sometimes. Right. So like the balance for me, I think comes with if I have a remote day and Milford Arts Council knows I'm into entrepreneurial stuff as well. Like, okay, maybe I'll request having a meeting 
where I can go on site someplace else and then still do Milford Arts Council stuff too. So having that balance where I'm able to juggle and then weekends, like I'm using up more on my weekends, probably like Saturday mornings to work on some of the either children's books I have or some of the animation work that I'm doing. Cause like I have a lot of different pieces that I'm trying to finish. And then also thinking like, okay, I want to display my artwork uh, somewhere again, you know, cause it's digital and I want to take it off the digital canvas to an actual canvas and have that balance. Well, mm. and, and that's, and <laughs> this is where the idea monster comes through. And I apologize. Yeah. Cause I'm no, just, no, you're good. I'm just going to idea you're good. dump a whole <laughs> you're <of> good. <laughs> taking some of those uh, photographs, right? Yeah. Imagine, imagine, imagine in a world, um, you take that photograph of that jazz player mm-hmm. and you take that and then you sketch it out. Yeah. And then you, you add your little style to it mm-hmm. and then you put that into a kid's book as per them seeing what the MAC is for the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And now you have an introdu- introduction book into that and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And now they all start to work into each other and they all start to blend together. Yeah. Very similar to, to painting. Yeah. Exactly. Because the colors will blend at a certain point in time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, if all you, about if, that synergy, yeah, get that synergy going. <laughs> yeah, you know, because you know, a lot of people always ask me, you know, being being a um, a father and being a musician, how mm-hmm. do you do both? And I'm like, yeah, I I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's, there's no there's, explaining. There, there's no, right. you know, I'm like, it, the, mm-hmm. I, my kids know what I do. Mm-hmm. My kids know, you know, sometimes dad goes to the studio, sometimes yeah. dad goes to this studio. Yeah, right. you know, sometimes dad needs to be locked in his room for four hours because, <laughs> right, yeah. because he, he's got he's got four pre-records to do, and you know, yeah. he also needs yep, to yep. you know knock out what needs to be knocked out music wise and different things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and they've grown up in that type of atmosphere, yeah. you know, but I've also had to teach them. I'm like the life we live. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. not a normal life. Children. No, not, no. You know, you don't not. go into school on Monday. And go, <laughs> what do you mean? Dad didn't take you to the recording studio this weekend. <laughs> I thought everyone's father took them to the recording studio. Yeah. No, that makes you sound ridiculous and you're going to get your yeah. butt kicked. Let's yeah, not say yeah, that. No. <laughs> Thank goodness they've been in art schools from from middle school to, through high school, so it's a little bit more accepting. Yeah. <laughs> but still, yeah, you know, you know, I remember when um, the Temptations played on the green. Mm-hmm. One of our first uh, summers out here, my kids yeah. were like four years old. Wow, um, and it was one, that long ago. Yeah, it was that long. ago. Oh my, I know. Good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, continue. Yeah, they're, they're fourteen. <laughs> they're fourteen yeah. now, so they're four years old. And Miles tried yeah. to run up backstage with the temptations oh and, and the security was like no you can't do that he goes it's okay my dad does this <laughs> and i was like not on this level son not on this level um wow, you're gonna get us both tased yeah <laughs> and they're like oh that's adorable well you gotta thank yeah. god that was the temptations because like the the security guard differs depending on the artist oh yeah, no. yeah. If, that, if that was yeah. Salt yeah. Pepper, we were it, it, it would have been different oh, it would have yeah. been a whole different yeah. environment yeah. <laughs> scenario <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's one of those those key things now as as you're going you know i'm not 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 being like the aunties and the uncles but mm. you know are you also doing the family planning aspect of it and how are you going to try to incorporate that in there or are you guys good with just the other lives in which you're touching through uh milford arts and different things like that? Mm. well my wife uh has a daughter from a previous right. relationship mm-hmm. and uh i'm you know taking her on uh as my kid as well, like we were just in Boston, actually, uh, she uh, plays for the Emanuel Saints. Oh. And she's phenomenal. Like she's just crushing it. So it's it's that balance where we have these conversations like, okay, we need to get a hotel for Boston. We need to make sure we're here at this certain time. And, oh, we're going to go out after dinner and, you know, celebrate her after the game and everything. 
So it's, it's all about that balance. And I work at bringing both my wife and my daughter into it as well. Mm. Uh, when I was working, um, this was before the Milford Arts Council, uh, I was working at Art Space New Haven mm-hmm. for one of their campaigns for uh, Citywide Open Studios, which they rebranded as Open Source. And one of the things we did for social media was have like a little news program introducing the events for the week. And I was like, okay, who would be good for that? And I thought of my daughter because she's uh, not only going to school to play basketball, but she's majoring in communications. So that's what she wants to do anyway. So I had her come in and then uh, read some lines for it. And then she, she got that role. She got paid for it and everything. And like, she killed it. So like, there's just a way to, you know, again, create that synergy where it's like, okay, you want to do communications. We're looking for communications with the social media stuff I'm doing. How can we have it all work together? And then with my wife, like we do tons of events together. Like she has a birthday coming up and we're turning that into like a, you know, kind of piggybacking off a music showcase at Jazzy's Cabaret. Ah, so like we're, we're doing all these things. They're just like fitting okay. together so well. Oh, so well on WNHH LP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Preston, and my partner in crime with the nice little shirt. His name is EZ Blues. Raheem Nelson is with us. And just with all the great information you were telling us uh, throughout this broadcast, um, were those examples shown when you were recently at Known in New Haven? Just uh, just giving your entrepreneurship yeah, advice to different people. Known and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I did a Thirsty Thursday event at Known. Nice. Talking about entrepreneurship and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was commissioned by Known to create this infographic Ooh. and the starting point was off of a piece I did uh, for the city, uh, the Department of Arts, Culture and Tourism. Yeah. So it started with this banner on the bottom okay. and I kind of added on to it. The Palladium building is where known is housed mm. and uh, that's on Orange Street. And then having these different blurbs about what known is about. They have a, a program specifically aimed at BIPOC entrepreneurs called Knownpreneurs. That's wonderful. And my goal working with uh, the founder of known juan was coming up with this messaging that would reflect back on their value system so mm. i'm proud to say like you get off the elevator when you go into the palladium building you see known this is to your left they had uh, i had this printed out for them on canvas so it's meant to inspire everybody that is there doing their entrepreneurship thing and with the cohort as well so this is on display now, a uh, permanent fixture at Known, and just like super proud to, you know, be giving back to the community, having this piece that is, you know, seen by the different members there too. Hmm. Shout out to Julia Gamble too. We had her on the oh, show. Oh yeah. She's, she's a great personality and amazing human being. Definitely. And I love it how in detailed he is just with his drawings easy. It's so like... <laughs> Well, no, it's definitely like, like you see it like to the T. <laughs> well, no, it, yeah. first of all, you know, I'm mm. always, I'm always going to love the, uh, the, the yeah. New Haven skyline. Cause that's, yeah. that's, mm-hmm. that's one of the things that I'm trying, we're, we're trying to incorporate like in some of our shirt designs and different cool. things like that, mm-hmm. you know, kind of have like the New Haven skyline and then the sh- the shame penguin symbol. Mm-hmm. Don't look like the bat symbol. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Cause definitely. I think, cause I think that's funny. <laughs> yeah. It is. You know? Um, but it, what, what's, what's super, super interesting is you have all the arrows because you're literally showing the people the steps on how to accomplish yes, things from point A to point B to point C. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know. A right. lot of people don't know that, that you can apply 
for grants mm-hmm. to make sure that your radio show is still rocking and rolling. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that you can apply for grants to make sure that you have the paints that are necessary yeah. Yeah. or you can keep the Wi-Fi on because Wi-Fi is important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Got to be connected. <laughs> well, I only make that joke because Wi-Fi hates us. <laughs> Anytime we start talking about really important things, someone yeah. drops off. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> See, it's one or the other. It's either the platform or the. I don't know, but we can talk on and on all day about this. I don't want my trauma to be reflecting the energy that we have here right now because I think it's positive. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Wait, you don't want Ra- a trauma bond? Listen, I'm pretty sure Raheem has a lot more electronical trauma than the both of us combined with NFTs, working with children, teaching them about this technology. <laughs> <laughs> back and forth it's it, it's a battle it's a, it's right. a, it's an endless game and of this poll and like mm-hmm. we said yeah. in the last segment we, mm-hmm. which i think we kind of like brushed through on it mm-hmm. you got called back to do the nft thing this coming year right mm-hmm. so you're, yeah. you're once again gonna have your artwork in uh nft nyc yeah, man. It hasn't necessarily been announced formally for the Times square thing but right. i would imagine since i'm a speaker and i'll, I'll show the piece Ooh. that mm. uh is gonna be in uh the show um so huge hip-hop head uh nice. definitely big fan of the 90s i gotta i did this piece on nas oh, oh wow, wow. <laughs> and it's inspired by his king's disease run that he's been yeah. doing with hit boy oh yeah and it, i consider it like um the brother piece to the solange piece i did because right. it also integrates a halo mm-hmm. uh showing him as king his place in hip-hop legacy so this was the piece that was selected for NFT NYC. Now, question: What is the actual title? It's called King Nas. King Nas, because mm-hmm. I was gonna say Nas Polian. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it, love it, love it. I have to do a dual name That's kind of awesome. thing. That is awesome. Yo, good stuff. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, like yo, the you're not Napoleon saying. You're movies. stating. That's yeah. a different thing. The Napoleon <laughs> movies coming out. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's let's get. It. I also love the fact that we talked about Basquiat being one of uh, yeah. one of your your influences, mm, yep. and here we see a very similar Basquiat crown. Yes. sitting in the exact spot where yeah. you'll see the Basquiat crown yeah, sitting. Exactly. So I see it. Yeah. I see you. I recognize I feel seen. it. <laughs> and I, I I happen to love Basquiat as well, yeah, me just too. because I also love any artist that's going to break the law. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. No, no, no. I'm with this. I'm with this. I'm with this. I totally am. I totally am. And just the pictures that we've been seeing is just really incredible. Um, Thank you. What? Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, what artwork has surprised you when it just comes to people just under you, just uh, people looking up to you, like with these kids and with these um, perspective uh, prospects when it just comes to art for the future? Like, what stuff have you seen? Like, you were just amazed out of just the individual that just came out of your teachings? Oh, like from some of my students. Yeah. Um, Who are your proteges? I would say. Uh-huh. I've always been impressed by the cartooning work that my students have done. Okay. Uh, just the level of storytelling and them like really taking on the teachings and then making their own. It's like, mm-hmm. wow, like you've got a whole story just that you've created in like these few classes we've done. Yeah. So that's always been cool. Uh-huh. And then actually really enjoy doing still life workshops with kids mm-hmm. and just seeing them kind of like sit and be in zen mode real quick and not like doing all these other yeah. million things yeah. like 
drawing from life and studying because uh-huh. that was still really impactful right. for me. Of course. And then being able to pass that on to them and then just seeing them kind of be in like a meditative state. And it's just really cool to see them, I guess, I don't want to say like, I guess kind of like detached from social media, number one. Right. That's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And then do something that's just going to kind of bring them to like the Zen like state. Like, I think that has been like super rewarding. And then just seeing them kind of work out things like anatomy and proportions and perspective and struggling with that for a while in college mm-hmm. and then being able to take the lessons I've learned and pass that on. So it's easier for them. Well, mm. And that's, that's one of the, one of the true keys is, you know, we, we say it all the time uh, in music you know, we, we look at ourselves as we try to be like Mega Man. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll learn a cover song just to learn the tricks from that, from that artist. Right. And then we'll incorporate that in our songwriting, you know, moving forward and, and moving back. And that's exactly what the art world is. Yeah. You know, because all original paintings have already been done, just like yeah. all original music has already been yeah, done. Exactly. Right. All you have is your own perspective yes. to throw on there. Yep. Um, and now you're out there and not only giving your perspective, but you're giving the opportunity for other people's perspectives to come through. Mm-hmm. And that truly is the fullest circle of all arts. Oh, yeah. you know, I once had a guitar teacher that said, once you stop learning, you stop being a musician. Yeah. And it's the same way with any type of art, whether you're a mm-hmm. poet, whether you're, you know, um, or you're, you're a visual artist. Mm-hmm. You know, if you stop learning, if you stop craving that next, I don't want to say fix because that just sounds wrong. I, hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what you mean. Though. You know, yeah. but you, you, you're, you're, you crave that next outlet, that, yeah. that, that, that next thing that's just going to be so amazing. And whether it be just for that Zen aspect, mm-hmm. you know, because look, we have a really busy world around us that yeah. spins yeah. and, and yep. especially with social media and does mm-hmm. all this crazy things when you can sit down, whether it be for five minutes or 35 minutes mm-hmm. and you can just get those ideas out. It is such a beautiful aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you making sure that you're finding that time? I know you do you're on your Saturdays. Yeah. And that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 I don't know. I feel like we we we're kind of kindred spirits. So you get yeah, that you yeah, get I you get, get that two AM. I yeah, can't sleep. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just right. had it last night. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That's why that's why everybody in thing. the studio has coffee right now. Yeah. yeah. Just uh, cheers. We're also, I think we're also out, all out of coffee right now. Oh, oh you're out of coffee. Oh. <laughs> well, hey, look, look, look here, Lipton Lim- Lim- City guy. I'm sorry. We're all grown drinking coffee. You're over oh, here oh, with your sippy cup. Listen, I'm responsible <laughs> with the beverage. Okay? Yeah, there's, there's a whole story with that, too. <laughs> I think I didn't really start <laughs> drinking coffee to like, I don't know, like maybe two years ago and it started with me like oh wow traveling places like okay i'll try it whatever like getting french uh-huh. coffee getting cuban coffee oh like, man like, yo cuban coffee is something coffee. else like, bro this is amazing you and have me at cuban. That, yeah it's, it's yeah, so good whew. i'm getting that burst of energy yeah and like, i don't add anything to my coffee or whatever i just have it black mm. so like i just have to have it where it's in a way where it's going to sustain my creativity mm-hmm. and it also helps like i love to weight lift and do all these other stuff so i need to keep my energy up right so it's like what's going to enable me to do that so you know i i love having different types of coffee you know i uh will either get it out or at cafe or like i have a french press at home so i do that too mm-hmm. and what i've been doing is uh there's this 
brand called Black and Bold, gotcha. and they are a black-owned coffee brand and everything. So I've been, you know, not only getting coffee, but getting coffee that's going to, like, support a good cause, like right. a black-owned coffee brand. Mm. So, like, it's just, it feels good to have it. It tastes good. You know, it's bold, flavorful. So I try to think, like, really, whatever I buy, like, how is it going to support an entrepreneur or an artist? But what's well, not good, though, is we're running time. Time's a little bit short for the broadcast. Raheem, it's always great having you on. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Um, but these last couple of minutes, we always want to give the time to you. And easy, I'm very sorry. We'll get him on again. Either, you know, it see has, the future. It has to happen. It has to happen. I'll come back. Be- because you turn turning red. New and I don't like it when you turn <laughs> red. New friends. I really don't like it when you new turn friends. red. Because I know you want to get some off your chest. New but, friends. you know, yeah. this time is for Raheem. Please plug anything you want to plug. Um, anything for people to reach you out from. Sure. And one thing that you're grateful for, either professional or personal. This time is yours. Go right ahead. Great. Uh, so, if you go to my website at RaheemNelson.com, mm-hmm. that basically connects you to everything uh, in terms of the artwork, the NFT stuff. I even have a blog I'm working on. Um, check me out on this app called Flipboard. Right. Uh, it's about uh, editorials and kind of giving creatives a space where they can take news from the web and just kind of put it out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're featuring my editorial that I did on my travels uh, to Havana a few years ago. So I created journal entries for each day that I was there mm. just because it was fun and also like a safety measure just in case they stopped me at the airport. <laughs> 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 but I was able to take that along with uh, some photojournalism. So you can pretty much check out, I think it's like a blog post series of eight that's right. on Flipboard. So definitely find me on Flipboard, uh, Raheem Nelson. And then uh, on Instagram, it's at Raheem Nelson Art. That's simple enough. You can see all my uh, videos and mm-hmm. stuff like that, all of my posts. And then check me out at at Raheem Nelson Style, Style stuff. And then at Raheem Nelson Photo. And I'm doing uh, all the photos I've taken this year have been strictly in black and white. I'm oh, kind of challenging nice. myself to do that. Oh, cool. And then next year, I will go back to color. Oh, and uh, I am grateful for my wife. I have to shout her out. Nice. Uh, she's a creative entrepreneur. She's a therapist, and she has brands for supporting artists. We're working on a tour to Ghana where we're gonna help send entrepreneurs to Ghana to connect with the roots. So we're super excited about that too. And I'm super excited to have you here for our first live show here at the studio, behind the brand, myself, Preston, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, E Z. Blues is in the building. Raheem, we appreciate you and thank you so much on WHHLP 103.5 FM, New Haven. Seconds and seconds and seconds wasted, never returned. I'm spaceship dreaming of landing home. I'm not alone. Even now, we all die. One thing I fear is time. Seconds and seconds, seconds and seconds, seconds and seconds. I wanna go outside.